This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflective. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. <laughs> oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with, with a, a drinking drink. problem. Everybody! Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Apologies. Welcome to Drink, Drink, Drunk, everybody. We did not plan that. We did, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Obviously, that was not planned. Uh, Just came so, out when you're moved by the music. Or by the whispering angel. That's what we're drinking. So, I am drink. we are drinking whispering angel. And it is a rosé from France. And I'm kind of a... Ho for rosé. In fact, for my birthday, Linda just bought me a tote bag that says, Yes Way Rosé. And let me tell you, there's nothing more embarrassing than walking into the wine store, picking out a bottle of rosé, and realizing you've been carrying that damn tote around, print side, Mm -hmm. facing out. And I tried to casually, like, slide it off my shoulder and turn it around so people couldn't see the words. But they're like, we get it, ma'am. You're an alcoholic. It was too late. It was too late. So one of the things I like as much as rosé is podcasts yeah (laughs) and not just not just my own but uh i listened to this podcast called bitch sesh Mm -hmm. and it's um casey wilson and danielle schneider and they do real housewives like recaps kind of um but they're great and they always have really hilarious special guests and they started talking about the whispering angel a few episodes ago and they drink sometimes when they cast Mm. and they were drinking the angel Talk about the it. angel. And now it keeps coming up. And they were like, saw on Instagram last weekend that Sarah Jessica Parker was drinking Whispering Angel. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to get my hands on this Whispering Angel. So you broke your limit of $20. I spent $21. Yeah. I was checking out and I glanced over my shoulder and the box of wine, the black box. Yeah. The Calling black, your name. The black boxes were on sale this week for $21. And I was like, oh. Uh. Four bottles or one bottle? I'll tell you, I enjoyed it. It's really good. It's We're really actually good. finished at this point, so we did drink Coco it. Coco has a few sips left that he's being uh, miserly about. Yeah, and he won't share them, even though he's, like, sipping over there. Ew. Gross. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you've got an extra $21 laying around, get your ass out and get a box of wine or get a Whispering Angel. You'll enjoy it. And then you can feel Either like way. Sarah Jessica Parker when you're doing it. Or you can feel like a piece of trash if you do the box. Just kidding. <laughs> I do the box fine. It's okay. Everybody and does. She's, guys, she said, do the box. Do the box. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> it's still daylight. We can't get like this. <laughs> Let's get to it, man. Okay, so... Words. Words. Tonight is the... What is it? I'm so sorry. It's the finals. Finals. The Scripps National Spelling Bee. Airing on ESPN, which is pretty awesome. Hmm. It's it's the real deal. Actually would make me watch ESPN. Well, that's cute. If I had cable. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because as you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not what you'd call a, a sports connoisseur. <laughs> this makes me think to our famous episode where you talked about female soccer players. <laughs> one, really. Just the one. Over and over again. <laughs> um, so we don't know, of course, who won yet. By the time this comes out, it'll be out. But I bet it was a really cute nerd. Aw. Well, the, mm-hmm. the one guy who was stealing everyone's hearts, he was like a six-year-old. Uh, was just Six disqualified. Oh my He's been spelling since he was one and a half. Um, okay, so speaking spelling. speaking of spelling bee, it reminded us of a article that we saw a while ago and like bookmarked and laughed about. Um, uh, Morgan has it up in front of her. She'll... Yes. It's from bust.com and it's called 10 Words We Just Can't Fucking Spell. <laughs> Which everyone has this problem. like, And it's not a like... You know, oh God, Brian, I'm on a thing here. Uh, it's not. It, it's not like the difference between affect and affect or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's like just how you say it. But th- these are like just words that people cannot get in their brains to spell correctly, and everyone has their own set of those words that you're like embarrassed that you like don't know how to spell, and like yes. every time you have to rely on like the red line or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um. So I thought it would be really fun if we tested mm-hmm. Coco to oh, make no. him really earn our, his our own chair spelling bee champion here. I did win the spelling bee in fifth grade. God, you're so smart. And I went to the uh, citywide spelling bee, which I lost on asbestos. Mm. And I, that's a tough word. So I sit next to a girl at the the practice, and she was very annoying. And it's fifth grade, mind you. And she's like, man, did you study? And we got this little thing. I remember my mom put on the fridge of all the words to, to like study. And I didn't do it. And she's like, my dad works in an asbestos plant. I swear she said this. And she spelled it. And I was so annoyed at her that I refused to learn that word. And that's the one I lost on. Oh, I was man. like, hey. I was very confident. I'm like, A-S-P. And then I was out. Aww. So. Uh, all right. So. We're going to quiz you on a couple, and these mm-hmm. aren't going to be asbestos. They are going to be words that you should totally, <laughs> you should totally, you think you should be able to spell, yeah. but just people just cannot get I'm gonna them give right. You, I'm going to start you with a softball. I'm a little nervous. I haven't spelled in a while now, since I was in the <laughs> National Spelling Bee, the musical, as the audience <laughs> participant. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. To make my mother-in-law happy. Okay. Give it to me. Feisty. Uh, will you please use it in a sentence? Linda Huss is feisty. <laughs> mm, I know exactly what feisty. that means now. <laughs> F-E-I-S-T-Y. Feisty. Ding, ding, I didn't... Ding. I did... Feisty. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you need to, to finish it properly. All right. Okay. Did I get it? Yeah, that was yeah. what the ding, 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 ding. Whew. All right. Reco- so this right is now. one that I always just do a s- smattering of letters and let autocorrect. Yeah. Exit. Oh, this one I don't know. Recommend. Ah, uh, that's a tough one. I recommend you spell this correctly. <laughs> recommend. I recommend you choose your double consonants wisely. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm. Not the double vowels. I got the vowels right. R E C C O. Oh, fuck. <laughs> one C, two M's. Well, this other annoying girl worked at a recommendation factory, and I refused to learn that. One C, two M's. <laughs> We can end the podcast here. Necessary. Everybody. Is it really necessary oh, shit, to end it now? <laughs> yeah. N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. We Is it, how many, am I out? There's only one 
person. No, we won't torture you anymore. Make my out for one. What? Like you get one wrong, so you're out. Yeah, you're but there's done. no one else. Competing. But there's no one else competing. Well, right, this is just got? a fun little game. So We're not playing I? the real scripts <laughs> rules. Separate, separate. Wait. How do you say that? Se- well, it depends how you're using. It's it. It's the same word, right? S E P E R A T. Fuck. S E P A R A T E. Yeah. Man, this is hard. People yeah. spell this wrong a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, two for four. We don't have to torture you too much, but I just yeah. thought these were like interesting words because they are everyday words and they're not. Um, Asbestos. Are we done? Can I have another? Oh, sure. You want to keep going? Well, I'm two for four. I want to get my average up. You're not going to get these next two. Oh, yeah. Conscious and conscience. Uh, go down to the one after that. I don't Wait. think you're going to get those. Use the first one in a sentence, please. What? <laughs> conscious. C O N S C I O U S. Conscious. Oh, wow. Conscience. C O N S C I E N C E. Yeah. Conscience. Dang. Still out loud sometimes, I will say conscience just because that's how I used to remember it when I was. So your conscience is the opposite of science, and that's how I always remember it. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. Is it really the opposite of science? I don't know. That's I just how I. It's like, who cares? That's yeah. just how I did remember it. Did I redeem it. myself? Yeah. Yeah, you yes. did. What are the other I ones, will Morgan? Bow out now can you, you can for just. The rest uh, of the podcast. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, vacuum. Daiquiri, exercise, which I never thought was hard. People put a C after the X, I think. Oh. And existence. Or, oh, you know what? I bet exercise is that they use a Z instead of an S at the end. <laughs> do you think? If it's like the name of a store or something. <laughs> existence. No, what? No, I'm talking about oh. <laughs> Like... <laughs> Existence yoga salon. What's a yoga salon? That's funny because I was gonna say exercise is where I would sell like yoga uh, gear. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have words that I uh, just can't spell. Just can't spell. I'm trying to think of um, oh, like one that's super embarrassing is knowledge. Yeah, that always gets me. I can't spell that. Acknowledgement. I've said it in previous podcasts. Forget about it. See, I can like weirdly do that one, but okay. I can't do knowledge. Um, <laughs> similar to separate. Well, I, I don't know why this is similar in my mind, but it's like the A and the E thing. I do calendar and uh, I was just going to say it. Calendar and sentence. Wrong. Oh, funny. Yeah. Just a big dummy. <laughs> Did not know that about you. Things have changed. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Blame Move my along. elementary school. Well, happy spelling bee, National Spelling Bee Day. That's not a real national holiday, but. Oh, okay. I hope everyone uh, enjoys the show tonight, even though this will come out long after. But um, yeah, just thought spelling. Is this the other sport you now know since it's on ESPN? Yes. Um, so Morgan's and my very good friend um, sent us this article on VanityFair.com. Uh, oops, Time Inc. probably just made a six-figure mistake. And basically, um, there was a grammatical error on... So I'll just explain this new site. The publishers over at Time Inc. had a bright idea. They would create a new site motto aimed at attracting young women yada 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 so they put out an advertisement they said don't miss the newest venture by the editors of time and editors has an apostrophe s 
Oh. So it's even worse that they're saying like the editors of Time. Yeah, that's just really. Their copy editors are probably like, uh, don't blame us for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and this ad ran in like Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal. So basically, they said it's a really expensive mistake because that was probably a really expensive ad buy. Yeah, and so, people who read the Wall Street Journal typically know how to read and yeah. Like, would notice that. Yeah. You yeah. didn't make that mistake on the Huffington Post. No offense, but it's like, you know, it's a different. <laughs> I was going to say People Magazine. Well, yeah. Okay. Or that. But yeah. So this is a, you know, I, the thing is, I look at something like this and you've heard, you've probably had this happen to you too, Morgan, but like I cringe because the only thing I can think about is like the editor. Mm-hmm. who missed it like yeah. and who and i'm sure something happened at the end that's the thing i mean yeah. um the most recent time that happened to me in a big way was a corporate stakeholder event for my former company and there was you know like probably 300 people in the audience mm-hmm. and our ceo was giving a presentation that i put to, you know helped to put together but i was like the editor on it too and it was a last minute change. We had to swap out a color for something. And um, someone retyped something that was already in there correctly. Oh. And it was like this really big tagline that had the word it's in it, I think. And it was supposed to be ITS. And the, the person, designer put yeah. in an apostrophe. Yeah. Now, I should have caught it after that, but I had yeah. been through the presentation so much at that point. Yeah. I just missed it when we went through it for the last time. Mm. And then in front of like 300 people. Oh, my God. And it was a tagline, which somehow made it so much worse because yeah. you were supposed to read it and be like really wowed. And instead you were like, what do you mean? It is whatever. <laughs> but I like cringe for people when Remember that happens. Remember when um, all the letterhead had to get reprinted? Yeah. So same company. I probably should have been fired long ago because uh, that was a long time ago. That was a really long time ago. Yeah, I feel like that might not have been my f- like. I I think that wasn't even like my job at that point, but yeah. maybe it was. I and I'm. Can you tell the story? Blocking it out. So, well, I I have to be kind of specific about the company in order to say why this was so bad. But no one works there anymore. It's fine. Uh, so I used to work at a company that markets Philadelphia to a leisure audience for leisure travel. And um, we had our letterhead printed, like, you know, and when you get letterhead printed, you get like thousands and thousands and thousands of pages when you get it printed. And we looked at it and we're like, oh, Philadelphia is spelled wrong. (laughs) 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 But I maintain to this day, and I would tell people there later when I could like laugh about it, that... um, was like visit Fidefelda? Like how is it spelled? Uh, I'm sure. State? I don't even remember right now, but I'm sure it was the E and the L. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, going to say the L and the P, but you're yeah, you're right. Um, I think that one Philadelphia. Yeah. And yeah. it was mm. yeah Philadelphia, and it was in like you know in letterhead where you put your address. It was in the address. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not in like visit Philadelphia. Not in the name of the company in the address. So. Um, I, but I think it's funny sort of to note that at that company, I say that I know without a doubt that the most misspelled word inside that office is Philadelphia <laughs> and not because people don't know how to spell it, but because you get you so, type it so, quick, yeah. Yeah. type it so quickly 
It's a long word, and you get so used to seeing it that you don't check it. Yeah. So your eyes go right over yeah. it, and so it's like the did most you ever, misspelled. Did you ever see a thing where somebody wrote a sentence and the first letter and the last letter are right, and they jumble the letters in the middle, mm-hmm. and you can read it because your brain can mm-hmm. read that? So that's yeah. the reason we missed it. Were you it. ever about to leave for international travel and realize your husband booked your flight ticket under the wrong name because he spelled your last name wrong because he oh, was typing no. it quickly? No. That just happened here a few weeks ago. It was hard to deal with. Remember yeah. when your wife is too lazy to change her long-ass Polish name? Just kidding. She's a feminist. I like Morgan's last name. So do I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually not even that hard to spell. I know. Just, well, I, I just think get used to typing it so much, and I usually spell Philadelphia right, so I got to make a mistake somewhere. <laughs> hear from some listeners yeah yeah dog i love listeners <laughs> what did i just sound like a teenager cracked a little and uh. she said yeah dog and I don't know. <laughs> so we got a message on our facebook you can always find us on facebook where facebook.com slash drunk word nerds from listener Lindsay, who sent me or sent us this great article, she said, let's claim that we are the Oregon Trail generation instead of adult millennials. Oh, that's so funny. She says, I love your podcast. I definitely spent the better part of a social gathering a week ago talking about the M-dash, to which I said, preach on, Lindsay. And she sent me this great article that is from socialmediaweek.org, but it's an old post from 2015, but holds, holds true. And it says, uh, we're the enigma, those of us born at the tail end of the 70s and the start of the 80s. And it's this generational gap, and it goes, or not a gap, but this blob that covers Gen X and Millennial. Uh But people who are, Mm -hmm. might not feel that they're Gen X because they didn't experience all that stuff that real Gen Xers did. And people who might not feel they're Millennials because they feel they're too old for that shit. But my family definitely got dysentery. On the Oregon Trail. Exactly. So this yeah. is how you know. You uh, you died of dysentery. If you've died of dysentery, <laughs> yeah. you're Oregon Trail generation. Oh, that's so great. It says uh, an AOL adolescence. And this sentence just got me. Did you come home from middle school and head straight to AOL praying all the time you'd hear those magic words, you've got mail? Yes. Um, yeah. Also my favorite movie. That's that's true. I love that movie. Who doesn't? <laughs> that's, that's really true. Um, Most men. <laughs> Naps, That's why you're special. Napster, you. It's, uh, and so if you went to college, if you were an Oregon, Oregon Trail generation and you went to college, you would just use Napster and then LimeWire and all that crazy stuff to get your free music. Yeah, LimeWire was harder for me than Napster, I think. Probably because I was like too old even when LimeWire came out to like understand it, but... Um, I love this idea because I identify so much with the Oregon Trail. And I also love how all of us... In what ways, Linda? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just remember it. Like, I remember... I can move. I can smell the computer room at my elementary school when weird. I hear about the Oregon Trail because I'm like, I remember it. Like, like I'm there. I, yeah. I, I'm totally... I'm glad Linda's eyes were closed when she's remembering that because she couldn't see the weird faces I was making. <laughs> In reaction to how did your computer room? Yeah, how did it smell? <laughs> Air conditioned. Yeah, right? like I it was it, it yeah. was colder than all the other rooms, mm. and it was like 
yeah, like more sanitary. But like there was like computers going too, so yeah. it was like just that computer air conditioned smell. Our we had <laughs> right. like the one computer teacher in elementary school, and you had that so was like I, a special. Yeah. And yep. you would go to take computer class. Yep. So and his name was Mr. Reuter, and he would say Mr. Reuter the computer. Oh my god! So he could remember his name. Just the other remember his name. How old were you? <laughs> For all of elementary school, like kindergarten oh. through fifth grade. Okay. I don't remember when you started taking computer. We started taking it in... Guys. Yeah. We started taking it in fourth grade, I think. Okay. But, um... And you like took, you did Oregon Trail in school. Yeah. Like, for oh, yeah. educational I never did purposes. it outside of school. <laughs> um, also, did you grow up with, like, a weird fear of the escape button? I still, like, can't really press the escape button <laughs> on a computer. <laughs> because our computer teacher said, like, don't ever touch that button. Like, it will, like, ruin the computer. And I was always like, why is it there? <laughs> like, why is it on the keyboard if we can't use it? But we could only use it in very specific instances. But like still to this day, if someone's like press escape, I'm like, I'm not doing that because I don't want to wow. break this computer. This well, says a lot about your yeah, life. What was your computer teacher's name? I don't remember now. Well, Mr. Reuter, I don't think was that crazy about the escape key. Mine was the Mrs. something. Mrs. O'Brien. Sorry, Mrs. Mm. O'Brien. Mrs. O'Brien. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was going to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> So do you live your life now where you feel like I just can't escape? Yeah. Because of that computer class. Yeah, probably. It's why I can't right. relax. <laughs> yep. so and the last, the last part of this article is a youth untouched by social media, which I am so thankful for. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I completely agree. I'm so glad I didn't grow up with social media. I'm so glad social media, I didn't even have it in college. Like, the most I had in college was AIM. Yeah. Well, it says, we all talked crazy amounts of shit about each other, took pictures of ourselves and our friends doing shockingly inappropriate things, and spread rumors like it was our jobs, but we just never had to worry about any of it ending up in a place where everyone and their moms literally could see it. God, such dorks. But um, so anyway, I'm thanks, so, Lindsay, for ta- so bringing us back to Oregon Trail. thankful for that article that Lindsay shared, because that was, that was a great one. And I agree. And I'm never going to call myself an old millennial again. Another listener reached out and they want to talk, want us to talk about who versus whom and in the same vein, whose versus whose. Okay. So who versus whom is very common, uh, you know, language thing. That's I mean, it's a problem that a lot of people have. It's understandable. I'm not going to get into you know, all of the explanation about it. I'm just going to talk about the trick, which is replace who with she and replace whom with her because it's like subjective, objective, whatever. Um, So if it's like blank drank the wine, so who or whom drank the wine. Okay. If you were to reword that using she or her, what makes sense? She. She drank the wine. So use who. So she equals who. Yep. So um, it's obvious blank that so-called novel was about. So it's obvious who slash whom that so-called novel was about. So it's obvious 
like that novel was about her. Her. Oh. So you just have to reword it a little bit. So then bit. you would say it's obvious whom. Yeah. Okay. So. <sighs> so really, the best way to deal with this is just to reword it, and so you don't have to say who or whom. Uh, that is basically what I want to say, and I have to agree. So at, um, I wasn't there, but um, a friend of ours assured me that at the American Copywriter Society conference this year, um, Lisa McClendon, who is a amazing copy editor and super smart and super funny, she um, did this, you know, session about it's like sweat this, don't sweat that. Hmm. What you should care about as a copy editor and what you really should just let go of, which is like a refreshing thing for a group of copy editors maybe, or maybe it's terribly scary thing for a group of copy editors to hear because <laughs> you, and she, one of the things that she said, don't sweat this is the who and whom. She was like, um, you know, when, when our friend was recounting this for me, recounting every second of the conference for me since I couldn't be there. Um, she said that Lisa had said, like, Basically, this is falling out of favor. And okay. it's just one of those things, like in 50 years, no one's going to use whom yeah. because it's just too hard to figure. Like hardly anyone knows how to use them correctly. People overuse whom because they think yeah. they're sounding better yeah. than just using who. And she said, if you. That sounds like something probably the dummies on The Bachelor do when they do myself. Yeah, definitely. They probably do right, a lot of whom. Right. It's the same thing as myself. It's like just usually it's not being used correctly. So just when in doubt, she said, use who, because no one's going to know that you're saying it wrong. Say it with confidence, because when you accidentally use whom, because you think it sounds better, you sound like an idiot or you sound stuffy or you sound whatever. And it's like, just don't just use who. So I'm going to say, everyone, just don't don't sweat it. Just like. Just like Lisa says. So whose and whose is a little bit easier to figure out. A little bit easier, yeah, because it's who's... a little bit more straightforward. Um, I think apostrophes and contractions are easier to understand. It's like an it's it's thing. Yeah. So when you're using whose, which is W H O apostrophe S or W H O S E, to figure out what what one you should be using. Just figure out, are you trying to use a contraction, which is who is? Like who's coming to the party? Who is coming to the party? Mm-hmm. So if you have in there, you know, W-H-O-S-E, that's wrong. Because you should be saying, who is coming to the party? And so that would be the apostrophe S one. Um, who's without the apostrophe is... Um, Whose party is this? Whose party is this? So it's like a possessive uh, form of who. So, um, so yeah, whose who's party is this? Whose wine am I drinking? <laughs> who's going to pick me up off the floor? That's who is. Damn it. <laughs> See? Well, when you're on the floor, you have bigger exactly. problems. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Who's with an apostrophe? Who is or who has? Some who, people don't like the who, who is the whispering angel. Uh, I think it's you, Morgan, or Sarah Jessica Parker. All right. Well, thanks for your questions, everyone. And oh, that was them- from Kelly. I forgot if I said that. Kelly I was wanted say to say you didn't say that. Yeah. 
Thanks, Cal. Thanks, Kelly. And send them in if you if you uh, have keep questions. Them, keep them coming. Can comment on Facebook or on one of our Instagram posts, or you can. Um, now we have begrudgingly started <laughs> a Twitter account at Drunk Word Nerds. Uh, so tweet at us too. Yep. And if you want us to play in the air or whatever podcast air is, you could just record a voice memo on your phone mm-hmm. and email it to us. Cool. Word. Cool dog. Hmm. Second use of dog. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can uh, find us in all the places that Linda was just mentioning. And don't forget to hit us up on iTunes or your or your podcast app and make sure you subscribe so you get all this goodness every single week. And share with your friends, man. Do you yeah. like it? Share it. Tell your friends about it. Don't let them be... I know that you want to be the only smart one, mm-hmm. but that's not fair. Let your friends let your friends get smart. And also, you can write us a review. It's okay. We're not we don't read them based on your grammar. No. People are nervous that they're going that we read the reviews and care what they write. We don't care. I only care about what what your heart is saying. Oh. Yeah. So sweet. Bye. Bye. That is a really fucking stupid way to talk. This has been a riveting production.